Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Correlation is not causation. Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos. Welcome to your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. My name is Vinny Paulino. I am your host. That's my co-host, Carl Hamburger. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Good to see you, my friend. I'm glad to be here with you today to play another round of the internet's worst contest, the creep off. Carl, I need to go right into this. Uh Uh-oh. We need to go directly into this Last because week, people are going to wonder why that's uh, creepiest Rochesterian. Let's do our review before okay. we talk about this. Now, this is a different type of review. Our pal Tucker Dixon ah, yes. sent in a video review this week. Nice. Hey, everyone. Tucker Dixon here with your video <laughs> recap. Last week, we visited Rochester, New York, which you might recognize from Andrew Garfield's Magnum Opus, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Vinny's creep was a bad, bad man. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. He raped and murdered children and murdered hookers. And for those of you who don't know, hookers are people you can pay to do the weird sex things you're too scared to ask your wife to do. Oh, yeah, I would know. Yes, I would. Carl brought in a creep that dared to be mayor while being a woman. Ooh, (laughs) that's not good. Now, I bet you think Carl is going to be my creep because he laughs at hideous crimes and makes fun of more successful podcasts like the greatest debate in the universe or getting drunk with a girl that enjoys painting her face instead of filming Vinny jumping into a lake. But my actual creep is Davey Havoc of AFI for fueling my punk rock and goth stage. Ooh, <laughs> that's all I got for this week. Tuck her out. Oh. See how easy it is, Carl? <laughs> wow, he's got better and better. <laughs> he called you out. Tucker Dixon, that was way funnier than uh, Maddox. Holy shit. I'm going to go right ahead and say, keep Tucker Dilson the fuck away from me. I hate pickles. But bravo. Good job, Tucker. So that was the review. I brought in Arthur Shawcross. Carl brought in Lovely Warren. Yep. Here are your results, ladies and gentlemen. And Vinny had 65% of the vote. You done with that? Uh oh. Excelsior, true believers. That means I just won the round. Five I just three. got five points. Five to three. It means I'm spinning the wheel today. Oh, joy of joys, Carl. Uh, you know what that means? Are we making any changes to the wheel, too? Hold on, Carl. Do you know what that means? What does it mean? Winhausen for the Winhausen. Yeah. <laughs> I need the Cousaroos to start uh, participating a little bit more here. So, you are spinning the wheel today. Yes. And uh, I added two new things to the wheel. Okay. Okay. 
I took off truck nuts. Yep. And we agreed to, a while back we had discussed this, murder and makeup video consequence. Yeah, that's hilarious. Well, you are going to have to put on all of your makeup. While reading a murder story. While reading a murder story, and that'll be a video that goes out. Cool. And uh, you have to do a good job. Well, I've never put on makeup before. Well, you're going to have to do your best, and I hope you use that pointy pencil thing. Which member of KISS do you want me to be? (laughs) (laughs) I want you to be be, uh, Vinnie Vincent. I want you to have the conk. That'll be cool. Sweet. We also added another fun one. Which was we took off the Patreon money because I'm already getting his Patreon money. Oh, right. Until I have to spend. So Which you're fucked on that. Sucks. You are fucked still, my friend. <sighs> but I changed that to something really nice. I thought this would be a really good one. It is do something genuinely nice for your co host. <laughs> That sucks. <laughs> oh, that sucks so bad. Yeah, I know. I can't even think of what that would be. I can't even think of an example. Yeah, I know. It's really fucking Ugh. hard, and uh, you will have to do that. So All right. those are our two new additions to the wheel. We'll find out what Carl's getting at the end of today's episode. Now, Carl, let's talk about what today's theme is. We had said last week we were going to do a wild card round, but we forgot it's a very special day today. It is President's Day. And today, Carl and I... Well, making our nominations for the creepiest American president. Carl, you've been waiting to do this one, haven't you? You know, honestly, there are so many that came to mind. And I thought about doing the deep dive. And I don't want to talk about the fucking Clinton Foundation anymore. It's just too much. Too much Clinton Foundation on this show. What? No, trust me. There were a number of candidates that that I considered. I believe that. Before making my final decision, even though the one I picked was my immediate reaction when we were messaging about this. Yeah, you coughed up blood. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to start the round. Go ahead, Carl. All right, Vinny, who do you think is the creepiest American president? Now, keep in mind, we're like, what, 250 years now of American presidents? What are we on, number 46? Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot and of different presidents. I'm going to tell you years. something. I have also decided this week. A lot of cross-dressing weirdos running this country. Lots of lots of opportunities. We did here. say creepiest FBI director. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe we'll do that one another time. Well, Wait, what is it? Michael. FBI Day? Yeah, 9-11. <laughs> deep Deep State Day. Oh, that'll be fun. I hope it's a Monday. <laughs> Carl, I decided to very much represent the minority point of view. Oh, to, of our listeners, I decided to go out on a limb, and I have decided my creep today. For better or for worse, no politics involved. Okay. We are only going to judge a man by their deeds. Okay. Not only is he a former president, he's a very well-educated man. Okay. He graduated from the Wharton School of Business, Carl, mm-hmm. and he went on to found his own university. Right. Yes. Yeah. He holds the distinction of being the only president to ever be impeached twice, twice as good as all the other ones. I will also add he is the most polarizing man on the planet. And he doesn't even have a Twitter account. Number 45, Donald J. Trump is my group today. All right. Well, I'm all ears. I want to hear your argument for this one. Okay. Well, I mean. Because, I mean, this is just a remarkable businessman. And his family has done so much for our great state and for this great country. Sure. So yeah. I'm, I'm interested to hear how he could possibly now, be folks, a creep. a lot of you are already foaming at the mouth mad at me for doing this. I don't think that's true. <laughs> okay, good. I think Trump has less support than, than you're making it out to be. Well, I don't know who our audience is some of these episodes. Mm-hmm. but Well, they obviously love fucking Lovely Warren for some reason. I don't know why that is. Because the other guy was eating prostitutes' oh. vaginas like an apple. That's right. Okay. I, for, I forgot that you also brought a pretty good creep. 
We're going to start back in 1973. How does that sound, Carl? It sounds like way before he was president. Well, at the time, he was the president of his family's real estate company, the Trump Management Corporation. Okay. Now, the Justice Department sued the company for alleged racial discrimination against black people looking to rent apartments in Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. Oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. The the lawsuit charged that the company quoted different rental terms and conditions to black rental candidates than it did to white candidates, and that the company lied to black applicants about apartments not being available. Do you remember that PSA radio commercial where they would call about an apartment listing and be like, hey, this is uh, Jose, senor. Is the apartment still available? And they're like, no, no, it's 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 been taken. And they're like, hello, this is Frederick, and uh, I am looking for the, oh, yes, of course, sir. When can you come on in? It was like the most racist yeah. PSA ever. I do remember that, actually. It's so, it's so funny. And that's exa- this is exactly <laughs> why it existed. Yep. So this is the reason for it. The lawsuit at the time, Trump in the paper called absolutely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. Mm -hmm. Uh, But without admitting wrongdoing, the Trump Management Corporation settled the original lawsuit two years later and promised not to discriminate against black people. So, you know, happy endings there. For sure. But justice was served. He also agreed to send weekly vacancy lists of his apartments to the New York Urban League. Okay. Which, you know, is a civil rights group. Yep. And just three years after that, Carl, uh, the Justice Department sued the Trump Management Corporation again for allegedly discriminating against black people by telling them apartments weren't available. This is going great. So I'm not calling Trump a racist. I'm not. But uh, these people used to work for him in uh, Atlantic City are. Okay. Workers at Trump's casinos in Atlantic City, New Jersey, have accused him of racism over the years. The New Jersey Casino Control Commission fined the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino $200,000 in 1992. You don't want to know why? Why? Well, here's the first-hand account from one of the employees. He said that when Donald and Ivana came to the casino, the bosses would order all the black people off of the floor. Jesus Christ! They're like, get in the back! Are you serious? This is what they're saying. They would (laughs) find $200,000 for this. Wow. A former employee at Trump's uh, castle, Kit Brown, said that I, it was in the 80s. I was a teenager, but I remember it. They used to put us all in the back. You know, if you're trying to get a job at CNN, I do have to warn you that they're under new man- management now. So maybe a year ago this would have helped you out. Well, let's not just take it from the black casino employees. Okay. Let's take it from a guy by the name of John O'Donnell, who was the former uh, president of Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino. He quoted Trump as saying a few disparaging things against black people in his book. In fact, he apparently called them lazy. And he also said, quote, this is what he's attributing to, to Trump so that he doesn't sue me. He goes, and isn't it funny? I've got black accounts at Trump Castle and Trump Plaza. Black guys counting my money. I hate it. O'Donnell recalled Trump saying, the only kind of people I want counting my money are short guys that wear yarmulkes every day. <laughs> well, it's got a point there. And then about another employee, he says, I think the guy is lazy about a black employee. And then he said, it's probably not his fault because laziness is a trait in blacks. It really is. I believe that. It's not anything they control. This is from a book that came out in 1991. He's letting him off the hook, at least. <laughs> now, uh, another book that was written about him... Uh, Details another story that I swear to God is horrible, but I hope it's kind of true because it's really fucked up and funny. Okay. Ivana Trump, the mother of Eric, Ivanka, and Don Jr. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. In his 1993 book, The Lost Tycoon, a guy by the name of Henry Hurd acquired Ivana's divorce deposition in which she claimed that Trump raped her. 
Yeah, I've heard this. Yeah. The part of the book that this caused- is the part, This is the thing you want to be true, Minnie? But you, the reason Jesus. why is fucking ridiculous. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't want him to have raped her. That doesn't make any sense, Rick. That's not what I heard. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Okay. Get to the hilarious part. <laughs> in the sworn deposition from 1990, she stated the previous year her husband had raped her in a fit of rage. In her account, she was furious because Trump was furious because he had scalp reduction, which is an operation to eliminate a bald spot. Mm. And it was unexpectedly painful. Yeah. Ivana had recommended the plastic surgeon who did this. In retaliation, <laughs> Trump yanked out a handful of his wife's hair and then forced himself on her sexually. Afterward, according to the book, she spent the night locked in a bedroom crying until the next morning. Trump asked her the next morning with menacing callousness, quote, does it hurt? Oh, so Trump has wanted- denied both the rape allegation and a suggestion that he had scalp reduction procedure. These are all <laughs> lies. Yeah. None of that happened. All right. Hurt said that the uh, incident, which is detailed in her deposition, was confirmed by two of her friends. So I just like to think that he had the surgery and yeah. his, had, his scalp is so fucked up, Carl, that he just was like, oh, I can't go back. <laughs> like, he's so mad because his hair is fucked for the rest of forever. Yeah, he does seem very sensitive about his hair when people goop on his hair. Dude, every morning for him is the opening to American Hustle. Christian, <laughs> every goddamn morning for this guy. And he's a billionaire. He I don't understand. Four it. hours a night. That's why. There's so much time to his hair. <laughs> he, Do you ever see that video where like he's getting off the plane and the wind hits him and his whole fucking hair just falls off for a second? And he like pulls it back. It's really unreal yeah. how he's able to make it. It's like Darth Vader with his helmet. Like when he doesn't have his helmet on in that one scene in Empire, and then it comes down. <laughs> lies. These are all lies. <laughs> None of this happened, Carl. None of this happened. This is all alleged. Yes. Allegedly. This is all allegedly happened. Yeah. So, Carl, where do we start here? (laughs) I thought thought we were going to get started. What's going on? Oh, let's talk about Trump end? Can we talk about Trump U for a second? Sure, sure, yeah. Not a real university, ladies and gentlemen. Not not just the word university is just used. Correct. Uh, It was a series of lectures that cost $35,000 to take. Mm -hmm, Okay? mm -hmm. If you wanted to go to this thing, Obviously, if it was a university, there would be an admission standard, right? Like, you would have to show, I graduated high school, I've done all these things, I qualify. Potentially, sure, sure. Sure. Well, there was one qualification that was in caps on the application, and that was, all payments must be received in full. (laughs) Well, let's not pretend that the university system in this country isn't exactly, like, the same as this. I can't argue that. I cannot argue that. So, anybody who had a valid credit card was admitted to Trump University, in essence. Uh, they they told the professors that worked there, which were just people that they hired to teach shit out of some dumb book that could sell it. They were just like almost actors, these people, Sure. from what I understand. They told the professors, if members of the media happened to approach the registration table, that Trump staffers were instructed to not talk to them under any circumstances. Actually, they were told to uh, say this. Lick, lick, lick my balls! <laughs> Yeah. Very cavalier, if you ask me. In the handbook, they wrote, reporters are rarely on your side, and they are not sympathetic. And that's the way the news goes. <laughs> At one point, the playbook advised Trump staffers, if a district attorney arrives on the scene, contact the appropriate media spokesperson immediately, which very, I thought was really funny. Very smart. Now, Trump really didn't teach these classes, but can I show you a clip of the commercials? Yeah, of course. There Here's we go. Fun. I like it. Boom. Trump University. 
Yeah, buddy. At Trump University, we teach success. That's what it's all about. Success. It's going to happen to you. <laughs> I don't think you can guarantee that, sir. The B-roll's hilarious. Bro. If you're going to achieve anything, you have to take action. And action is what Trump University is all about. Action. action success. Credit cards. Payments. Knowledge. Above all, it's about how to become successful. I'm not going to show you the whole thing, but it goes on like that. Of just him spouting words like that at the camera. I like and that people he's... watch this and gave him $35,000 a pop to go. Yeah, the B-roll's hilarious where it just shows him being a businessman, like fixing his tie, like, you know, getting his suit on. Like, hey, look at me, a business guy. If you go back and watch that again, if you're watching this on Rumble or YouTube, it almost looks like they caught him burping in one of those <laughs> clips. Just go back and watch it later. We're going to keep moving on. Okay. This is the funniest thing to me. He told everybody that if you went to Trump, you... That and you graduated from the program, he would show up and you get a picture with Trump that was included in the $35,000. Well, he Sweet. he didn't show up. Here's a picture from the graduation. <laughs> so natural looking. They put up a cardboard, <laughs> uh, just like a, like a banner with a picture of him on it so people could take their picture next to it. Brutal. You know, I once got my photo taken with the band Weezer and it wasn't much better than that. At least those guys were actually physically there. But they just trotted us in to stand behind them, took a photo. They never even acknowledged us. They just sat there staring at a camera. This guy is, you know, he's been fined for racism by the government. Okay. <laughs> sure. If you want to put it that way. He's run a fake company. <laughs> yeah, okay. And uh, he's Fake business, much, man. The fucking Tim Dillon. In the 90s, man, people loved him. In 1998, he was on Hardball with Chris Matthews, and he asked him, would you ever run for president? And this is what Donald Trump had to say. Can you imagine how controversial I'd be? You think about him with the women. How about me with the women? Can you imagine? Well, you might be wow. He was referring to Bill Clinton. Wow. He's yeah, like, he... imagine all the shit they gave Bill Clinton. You he know, they're going to come after me. Boy, did he call that. That's funny. Now, we all know about the, uh, the Hollywood insider audio that leaked where Donald Trump was talking about all the things he could get away grabbing with. Grabbing him by the pussy? Yeah, grabbing him by the pussy. But he did say one thing that I thought was kind of interesting. Okay. Before he got to the grabbing by the pussy, this is the part that people kind of don't think about. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. You just kiss. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. Okay. He just grabs women and kisses them. He All just right. offered this up to Billy Bush. All right. Well, talking about it is one thing. Uh, wait till we get to my creep. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, might have, I might have the trump card on that one. Uh, I don't think you do because 26 women came out and accused him of uh, sexual malfeasance, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, paid by the Democratic National Committee. I, yeah. I yep. Oh, I've heard it. all about it. Yep. There's stories time and time and time again. Uh, Rachel Cook's a secretary who worked at Trump's building, said she grabbed him and kissed her on the cheeks and then just kissed her right on the lips outside of an elevator. He was saying hello. There's a million stories here I could go through. You ever see the show Sopranos? Vinny, you're an Italian guy. You know how many sexual assaults take place on that show? Yeah. These are friendly people saying hello to each other. Sure. You know, this one woman, Jennifer Murphy, who was a contestant on season four of The Apprentice, yes. said Trump straight up kissed her too, mm -hmm. but she thought it the same way you did. Yeah. And uh, I think... He's a lovely man who and wants that's to say why, hi. And that's why I truly believe that not all of these women... Except for maybe her wanted attention. Yeah. Because it seems to be Jennifer Murphy wants a lot of attention. Carl, I don't like to blame the victim, but she seems like a bit of a problem, <laughs> okay. this Jennifer Murphy. I found this video three years ago. Okay. And I could not believe it when I saw it then. 
And now that I get to bring her up in the story, I feel like you might want to watch this. Sweet. This is Jennifer Murphy at a big party she threw at her business. Jennifer Murphy Beds, which for those of you who don't know, Murphy Bed is one of those beds that pulls out of the wall. So she sells those. She has yeah. a store that does these. And she had a pink carpet event to debut her brand new song for all of her friends and family. And ladies and gentlemen, I now give to you Jennifer Murphy's song, I Wanna Be Ninja. My Murphy bed sat down to scratch my head. What could this day bring? It could be anything. I get the phone call. I gotta help them all. So far, so good. You know what? Maybe I too could be ninja. Oh no! There's an Asian woman ninja. right in front of her. <laughs> I want to be ninja. I want to chop, 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 chop down, take chop down to China. I want to be ninja. I started. Okay. Three. It goes on like that. Holy shit, oh. Vinny. I love this woman. <laughs> I love this woman. I am a fan. Okay, I Carl, approve. our next bonus Why episode. Why did she put on such an Asian accent on there? There's an Asian woman standing right in front of her, like an Asian business person. Just Stone like, cold. Just like, like I you, can't believe this shit doing? is happening. I mean, who doesn't want to be ninja, though? That does sound pretty cool. So listen, pal. Yeah. On our next bonus episode, yeah. I'm going to play the official Jennifer Murphy music video of good. I Want to Be Ninja. Okay, good. Where she travels to China. To be ninja? To be ninja. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, just a little tough. By the way, uh, update on the contest. Ooh. We are one week away from announcing if we are going to do the uh, roast of Carl and Vinny. Great. 28 patrons away. All right. It's in striking distance, people. Next Monday at noon. Please. If we could get to 28 more patrons, if we could get to 500 by then, it's done. Done deal. Please sign up at patreon.com slash thecreepoff. You will not be disappointed. There's a lot of great content on yes. there. Yes. So Jennifer Murphy wants attention. We could agree. Mm -hmm. What other types of things did people accuse him of? Not just grabbing them and kissing them. Well, here's a fun, interesting story that he told on the Howard Stern Show. Tell well, I'll what... tell you the funniest is that I'll go backstage before a show. Yes. And everyone's getting dressed and ready and everything else. And, you know, no men are anywhere. And I'm allowed to go in because I'm the owner of the pageant and therefore I'm inspecting it. You know, I'm inspecting. Right, I right. want to make sure that you're like everything doctor, is good. You're, you're there. Yeah, the dress is everyone okay? You know, they're <laughs> yeah. standing there with no clothes. Is everybody okay? And you see these incredible looking women. And so I sort of get away with things like that. Okay. He owns the Miss USA pageant, and he's talking about just showing up in the middle of their locker room. I was waiting for the pageant doc to show up out here. I had yeah. a feeling you, you were going to talk about that. Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> Remember when I Howard defended him at first? And he goes, listen, people come on here, and they tell stories. They want to be entertaining. You know, they might misrepresent themselves a little bit and exaggerate. That changed quickly. Well, let Howard get a little bit further away. From asking every woman that ever sat on her couch if she did anal. Yeah, right. And you know, making them sort of a sibian so they get off live yeah, on the he's, radio. He, he's just like, oh, Trump was on here and I'm against him now. I'm a, I'm a spokesman for women. Either yeah, way, he's full of shit. No but shit. Uh, I'm going to talk about one thing that is not mentioned very often that really should be. Okay. And this is one of the creepiest things, I think. At least four women who competed in the Miss Teen USA beauty pageant. Mm-hmm. 
I'm listening. Claimed that Donald Trump walked into their dressing room where the contestants were as young as 15 years old. That's gross. We're undressing. Mariah Bellotto, the former Miss Vermont Teen USA, says that Trump caused a panic in the dressing room in 1997 when he barged in unannounced as the young women were changing. However, she says Trump shrugged off the intrusion, saying something along the lines of, Don't worry, ladies, I've seen it all before. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> You've Teenage seen my daughter. Girls. This is like your kids, okay? Yeah. I get it walking in on like 22-year-old co-eds, whatever. It's fucking fu it. It's not, but he's an asshole. It's not a funny thing to do. And then, obviously, he did say that he grabbed women by the pussy. Whatever you want. Grab them by the pussy. <laughs> Was he serious? I don't know. One woman named Kristen Anderson said in the early 1990s he stuck her, his hand up her skirt out of nowhere. A woman named Jillian Hart said she had dinner with Trump and her boyfriend, George Horney. Horny in 1990. <laughs> How horny was he? Uh, very. In 1992, when Trump allegedly tried to put his hands between her legs, she allegedly also tried to kiss her during a tour of his Mar-a-Lago estate. When she and her boyfriend were there to celebrate solidifying a business contract, she tried to sue him for this in 1997, mm -hmm. alleging that he groped her and sexually harassed her, but she withdrew the suit, saying as a condition of settling a separate financial dispute with him. Okay. So he was able to wrap that one up. Very good. Now, in uh, the 1980s... I was looking with the guys with all the money and all the lawyers win. That's always good to hear. Now, I really want to discuss two of these, and I'm trying to make it quick. In the early 1980s, Jessica Leeds was a businesswoman uh, with a paper company on a flight from the Midwest returning to New York. Flight attendant offered her an empty seat in first class, sitting next to Trump. She alleged that about 45 minutes after takeoff... Trump lifted the armrest and began touching her, grabbing her breast, and tried to put her, his hand up her skirt. Quote, he was like an octopus, she said. His hands were everywhere. It was an assault. Now, Trump says this was a fiction. This never happened. This never, ever happened. And he had the best defense I've ever heard for okay. a situation like this. The best defense, Carl, apparently is no defense. Then-candidate Trump had Very this much. to say about a woman who accused him of groping her on a plane years before. Believe me, she would not be my first choice, that I can tell you. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> yeah, she's not hot enough. You don't know. That would That's not be defense. my first choice. But I would argue... That is masterful. But what I would argue, he's on an airplane. You don't have that many choices at the time. And they just put her next to him. Yeah. All right. I, uh, listen, I wasn't there. I don't know. That seems like a weird place to molest someone on an airplane with I flight agree. attendants staring at you. When you're in first class, the flight attendant stares at you the entire time. They're right in the front. Okay. Uh, in New York Magazine, an article posted in June 21st, 2019, advice columnist E. Jean Carroll accused Trump of sexually assaulting her in a Bergdorf Goodman dressing room 23 years ago. Okay. The article uh, was an excerpt from her book. So this woman was writing a book. Trump says everything she said is a lie because she's trying to sell her she's trying book. to sell books. Okay. Well, in the online article, it included a photo of Carol, which shows Carol, Donald Trump, and his then-wife, Ivana, Carol's then-husband at this event. Trump said he never met her, never knew her, didn't know who she was, that whole the thing. The Prince Andrew defense, yeah. Yeah. Then there's, <laughs> then there's the picture. Yeah. Okay. Whoops. <laughs> so, that could have been Photoshopped. I don't know. So she says that he ran into her at the, the entrance to the store, and he goes, hey, you're the advice lady. And then asked her advice on buying a present. She writes the two ended up in the lingerie department, where Carol claims he asked her to try on a see-through bodysuit. It's a trap! 
<laughs> she ends up in the dressing room, and she alleges that Trump lunged at her, pushed her against the wall, placed his mouth on her lips, and reached under her coat dress and pulled down her tights. In her own words, she alleges the next moment, still wearing correct business attire, shirt, tie, and suit jacket, overcoat, he opens the overcoat, unzips his pants, and forced his fingers into her private area and thrust his penis in halfway. And then she fun- somehow struggled and ran away. That was what she said happened. Wow. That's a pretty serious allegation, I would say. Yeah, she said that she confided in two friends at the time, okay. and they advised her not to do anything because he had like 400 lawyers and would ruin her life and this whole thing. Now, Trump had another great defense here, Carl. Great defense. Overnight, the president denied the allegation, saying, quote, she's not my type. <laughs> I'm sorry. That settles it. I, I mean, that, that is a pretty fucking funny response to that. I like when he was debating with Howard whether a woman with small breasts could be a 10 or not. And yeah. He concluded that no. But you could not have small breasts and be a 10. I just want to point out <laughs> he said in 1998, could you imagine me having to deal with all the women, the shit I've done too? Could you imagine? And all these women come out, but nothing ever happened. It's unbelievable. It's it's amazing. It, it really is. Master of That deflection. he got as far as he did. He's a fucking Svengali, this guy. <laughs> now, Carl, I have to ask you. Yes. Who is this man's type? What kind of woman does he want? Well, I think you're going to say Ivanka, but let's find out. Let's find out. <laughs> Here he is on the Wendy Williams show. Yep. Okay, Ivanka. What's the favorite thing you have in common with your father? Either real estate or golf. Donald, with your daughter? Well, I was going to say sex, but I can't relate that. Why would you say sex? Because you're a creep. Why would he say creep? the thing I have in common with my daughter is sex? <laughs> because he's a creep. He's a, that, is the creep, that is a creep answer. That is a creep answer. Here right he is there. on The View, Carl. And this clip is a little bit longer because I'm going to allow it to be played in full context. That way there could be no argument. Okay. So, uh, uh, Donald, mm. all right, I, I'm, I'm afraid to ask this question, but what would you do, Playboy put Ivanka on the cover of the magazine if she had not? This is going to be an interesting answer. <laughs> <laughs> she he didn't even want you to have a drink. I know it. So. It would be really disappointing. Not really. But it would depend on what was inside the magazine. If, oh, no, if oh, she posed, it would be fine. But if they put her picture yeah, on... it depends on what goes inside the magazine. Well, see, inside that's her gripe. Right. That's right. this girl's gripe. Right. And, and people assume there'll be nude, nude photos. Right, you do assume that. Meeting. Okay, she, but if there weren't, the you wouldn't have an issue with it then. If they were using her to... I don't think Ivanka would do that inside the magazine. Although she does have a very nice figure. I've said that if Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. Don't say shit for attention. It's not cute. Yeah, that was it again. Now, here's a quote from Rolling Stone magazine from an article that I believe, I don't remember what year it is, but here's just uh, someone reading the quote. The very yeah, real- she's really something, and what a beauty that one. If I weren't happily married, and, you know, her father... Yeah, she's really so, something, and what a beauty! That it is one. creepy the way he talks about married. Ivanka. I, I I've never heard anyone else talk about their daughter like that. Ever. I, I do think it's his way. Of Could you imagine if anybody asked her. if Bill Clinton responded like that to a question about Chelsea? <laughs> no, Bill Clinton's like she's not my type. <laughs> <laughs> she is not my type. Well, it's fun <laughs> that we brought up Bill Clinton here because yeah, I got to tell you, man. 
Donnie and Bill used to love each other. Oh yeah, they loved each other. Here's a here's a, here's a great clip of him in 1997. I think Bill Clinton is terrific. I think he's done an amazing job. I think he's probably got the toughest skin I've ever seen, and I think he's a terrific guy. It's almost like big business and big government work together. Yeah. Gee. Yeah. I wonder why Trump was a Democrat before he was a Republican. Makes huh, a lot of sense. Weird. But you weird know that word. But you know what's really funny, Carl? Oh, you asshats who think that, like, oh, we're going to fight the resist. We're going to fight them. We are the resistance. You fucking morons. Anyway, go ahead, Betty. You were saying? Oh, thank you for saying that. You're so <laughs> correct. Okay. Let's talk about their other best friend, shall we? Okay. Jeffrey Epstein. Yes, I was hoping we'd get to this. Jeffrey Epstein. And Who, uh, I believe, didn't he kick him out of uh, his club? Didn't uh, Trump kick Epstein out because he was creeping on little girls? Uh, that's You're not gonna the story. They're not going to tell us that one. Okay, but there is, another, there is another story yeah. that apparently Epstein had cut off communication with them. And it was mad at Trump over a property in Miami that Trump outbid him for. <laughs> and I love what billionaires feud over. <laughs> yeah, that that's one of the stories that I've heard, that they had. That guy's a jerk. Here. I wanted that mansion. Now I just have this mansion instead. Yeah. But they were friends with Epstein, and here's a thing that I'm going to read to you folks. This is about as dark as it gets. In 2016, two lawsuits were filed against Donald Trump. One was in California. The second one was in New Jersey. And I'm not sure why this happened the way it did. The woman was allowed to keep her name anonymous. She went by Jane Doe. And I have a copy of the lawsuit, Carl. And the plaintiff in it was Donald Trump. But it alleges, and I'm going to read this to you, that... Uh, Wait, you said it was Jane Doe? Yes, I Jane think Doe. I know her. Yeah. I think I've met her before. A mouthy broad. Hold on. Oh, man. Hold on, Carl. Forgive me. That's why... So my pencils have erasers. <laughs> you know what? I'll just read this part. Okay. Defendant initiated. This is uh, accusation point 10. Defendant Trump initiated sexual contact with the plaintiff at four different parties on the fourth and final sexual encounter with defendant Trump. Defendant Trump tied plaintiff to a bed, exposed himself to plaintiff, and then proceeded to forcibly rape plaintiff. During the course of this sexual attack, plaintiff loudly pled with defendant Trump to stop, but with no effect. Defendant Trump responded to plaintiff's pleas by violently striking plaintiff in the face with his open hand and screaming that he would do whatever he wants. Immediately following the rape, defendant Trump threatened plaintiff that she were ever to reveal any of the details, that her family would be physically harmed if not killed. Then defendant Epstein tagged in after she had been raped by defendant Trump. Defendant Epstein forced himself upon the plaintiff and Epstein's proceeded- Epstein's getting sloppy seconds? Come on. Epstein? Uh, proceeded to rape her anally and vaginally despite her loud pleas to stop. Uh, all of this while this girl was 13 years old. Anally raping children. Now, all I'm going to say is this is all alleged. Anybody could file a lawsuit. Sure. But Especially Jane Doe. She's, she files a lot of lawsuits, that one. This, this uh, magically <laughs> went away. Yeah. The defendant pulled the claim. Okay. So don't know what happened. Use your imaginations, people. I don't know. Maybe she came to her senses and realized this was a terrible thing to do, to lie about someone, or maybe she got paid off. Who the fuck Who knows? Who knows? But I just want to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, here's the thing about justice. Sometimes when you're a creep for a really long time, you can be caught. And I have video, definitive proof of one of Donald Trump's sexual assaults. I have it on tape right here. Please pay attention to the screen, Carl. This, this may be the best of all. Oh, you dirty boy, you! Oh, oh! Donald, I thought you were a gentleman. Hm. You can't say I didn't try. 
That was your kicker? Yes. Okay. Yes, that was Rudy Giuliani in drag, and Donald Trump sexually assaulted him. Either uh, way, Donald stuff. Trump's a creep. I All don't right. care what you say. The guy's a creep. Very good. And uh, I made you sit through that, so ha-ha, Carl. That was a long presentation, as usual. They could have been summed up with a couple of examples. All right. Well, let's talk about our current president. Do you of the even States. understand the spirit of the show, Carl? I do. I do. I'm, I'm obviously really good at it as I keep losing. Um, I'm going to go ahead and present the uh, Joe Biden crime family okay. as okay. the creepiest president. And this is impressive because now, while the guy was vice president for eight years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there was some creepiness going on then, mm-hmm. he's only been president for over a year. And already I have so many things to point to uh, regarding his creepiness. Please go right ahead. And it starts off with, again, women accusing him of inappropriate behavior. So Biden went on The View. It's almost like the president sees one big boys club. Is, huh, Carl? Right? It's almost like they think they can get whatever they want when they're in power. Most powerful man in the world, eh? So Biden has been in government since... The United States was founded in 1776. Yep. He's, He's an old guy. A very powerful guy. Uh, has a lot of connections. This is him on The View explaining his inappropriate behavior and the seven women who are accusing him of such. Listen carefully. He gives some really good points here that you're going to enjoy. Seven women accuse you of touching them without their permission. Are you sorry for what you did? Are you prepared to apologize to those women? Look, here's the deal. I am so, like, for example, uh, I actually thought in my head when I walked out here. I mean, do I? I know. It's, we're friends. It's tricky. Hug. No, but, but I should be able to read better. But I have never in my life done anything in approaching a woman that has been other than trying to bring salt. I'm used to, like, one of your staff was... I'm used to, I think it's really important we listen. Whether I sit down next to somebody and it's not invited to be to, to sit down. So that's my responsibility. I have to be more more aware and it's totally legitimate. So next but, time, listen okay, to the nose. Anyway, I, I think it's legitimate and I think it is, uh, and to, 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 to anyone, but I don't think anyone's ever said. They've also uh, said, we'd like an apology. Well, look, I, I, I'm, I'm really sorry if they... Nancy Pelosi wants you to say, I'm sorry that I invaded your space. Sorry I invaded your space. I mean, I, I, and I, I'm sorry this happened. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I'm not sorry in the sense that... Look, I, I was... Well, anyway. Well, here's your opportunity right now to just say you're, you apologize, you're sorry. I think we can clean this up right now. Well, by the way, I, I did. I understand. Uh, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. It's, it, we haven't. There's so much more work to do to figure out. How, the, the one important thing I know. Well, I, 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 I tell you what the deal was. I, I did not. Um, that um, what, what I didn't want to do. And, and, and when I. I didn't want to, quote, invader space. I didn't want to get in a situation where this became. And then I went when I heard all this about the and it was legitimate, expecting a call every time the phone rang. And so I I, I spoke to some uh, leading women advocates in this area who saw someone newer. All 
right, so I think he cleared his name there. That was a pretty good presentation by our president. <laughs> <laughs> I believe now I believe him. <laughs> I can tell he's real sorry about oh, it. Oh god. Remember Tara Reed, the former Senate aide to Joe Biden? Yeah, she was about as oh. I thought you were talking about terror. The one who's about as coherent as Joe Biden. A, a different terror read. Okay. So this terror read worked very closely with Joe Biden. And she came out while he was running for president and uh, recalled a time when he forced her up against a wall. And she says, I remember it happened all at once. His hands were on me and underneath my clothes. He then penetrated me with his fingers. I remember him saying first, as he was doing it, do you want, do you want to go somewhere else? And then him saying to me, when I pulled away, he said, come on, man. I heard you liked me. I believe that. That sounds like something that he would say for he sure. He sniffed his fingers and said, come on, man. <laughs> yep. And then this is uh, Tara Reid talking about how when she came out with this story, uh, apparently Joe Biden went on the offensive. And, you know, we're, you're talking about Trump's defense. Uh, an even better defense is a good offense, I think. When I came forward... Um you know, it was amazing how um, this powerful man, Joe Biden, used his campaign resources, $2.2 million, according to FEC, on a public relations campaign to eviscerate me, to attack my character, to make it so I wasn't heard in the mainstream press. And what was heard was more attacks. It was personal attacks. So while the Democrats were outwardly saying it's safe for a woman to come forward, they were tearing apart Lucy Flores and the other um, brave women that came forward at that time, eight of us in total. It's like politicians only say these things for show, Carl. $2.2 million, they're raising this money. People are actively like, here, take my money. And he's using it to smear. I need you to donate to the Joe Biden abuse. finger bang assault defense <laughs> yeah, fund. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's what you're giving money to. Oh, my God. You know what the most brilliant piece of political theater was? What's that? Was when... Uh, all the women that accused Clinton, right? Like oh. Paula Jones and everybody who Trump called fucking, he said they were all, you're all, they're all ugly in the nineties. He was like, Paula Jones, she's a dog. Yeah. What the fuck, Bill? He was right. And that broken <laughs> clock. <laughs> yeah. But he brought them all to the debate with Hillary. And oh, they all sat in the front row in front of Hillary yes. during the debate. Yes. It was ingenious. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to make someone uncomfortable. That is the greatest piece of political when, theater. When ever. all the chicks your husband banged are sitting in front of you. It's fucking awesome. And it didn't cost $2.2 million. No, it did not. No, it did not. All right. So the other thing that Joe Biden does, aside from sexually assault women, is whisper. Have you heard this whisper thing that he does, Vinny? I got them $1.9 trillion relief so far. I wrote the bill on the environment. Pay them more. Why is he talking to the press like that? Why is he whispering to the press like they're children? Is he in a library? What's going on? Because he's an old man and he thinks that if he whispers, people take it more seriously. Keep your voice down, Vinny. <laughs> What's wrong with this guy? Okay. So Quiet. That's, Quiet. That's, that's pretty creepy. Uh, but let's not forget that what's happening right now is uh, Joe Biden, I think this is kind of creepy, he's trying to start World War III. He's actively trying to start World War III to get a war going with Russia for some reason, even while the president of Ukraine... Here's your Russian propaganda here. Yeah, here's the president of Ukraine telling us to fucking cool our jets. At one point last week, you, you had you, the Ukrainian officials saying, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is, you know, you guys are getting way ahead of your skis there. And almost like they were sort of worried that, that Joe Biden's rhetoric was going to get them into a war that they didn't think they were going to get into otherwise. Right. Ukrainian President Zelensky has all but begged the Biden administration to stop beating the drum about this imminent invasion. 
Yes. So we're causing more problems by explaining this. This is already happening. It's happened. Oh, it's not. Yeah. Okay. But it's going to. It definitely is going to happen. And I wonder why there's such an interest in Ukraine. Why would Joe Biden be so interested in Ukraine, Benny? Whatever because they're happened, good people, Carl. Whatever happened with his family over there and Tony Bobulinski. I have a Something bunch of about cracking a laptop. That's I don't, all I know. Yeah, I don't want to get into it, but Tony Bobulinski, even before the laptop, shared a bunch of emails. I just want to say that name sounds made up. It does. I know, and it's funny, too. It's also a funny name. Joe Biden can't actually say it. Every time he tries, it takes about as long as that clip from The View. The b- b- the Bobulinski, b- b- but you know the guy. Bobulinski. <laughs> <laughs> he whispers. <laughs> I wonder if that thing, like, something John talks about, if he's yelling, he doesn't stutter. I wonder if whispering is, like, the same kind of thing. He's like, I actually got a sentence out. Is that why he does that? So, anyway, I guess the point is, I'm not going to play all these clips, but basically what happened was you had Hunter Biden, who's an alcoholic crackhead, who was on the board for a Ukrainian energy company making over $50,000 per month. And it turns out, the and this was back when Biden was vice president, and uh, the Ukrainian- That buys a lot of crack. Ukrainian prosecutors wanted to look into this company and look for corruption. And so Biden really put the screws to them and said, if you don't fire this prosecutor, then we're withholding a billion dollars in a U.S. loan guarantee. That was during his December 19, or December 2015 trip to Kiev. And then Biden bragged about it. Oh, so he was a good father. He goes, I so looked- he was just being a good dad to make sure his kid got a payday. This is what That's he said. A creep. I looked at them and said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor is not fired, you're not getting the money. Um, well, son of a bitch, he got fired is what Biden bragged about later. So this is corruption at the highest level, obviously, because Hunter Biden doesn't need to be on the board of uh, Burisma. Doesn't know anything about that. Anyway, let's get into what really makes him a creep, and that is him sniffing children. Now, Vinny, this is I not I don't know something... why you didn't just play this video. Oh, I, there's more than this, too. Now, this is not something that I put together. It's a parody song. It sounds fun. I should give the person credit. Maybe we can do that in post. But uh, what I liked about it is that they put it together a really nice video compilation of him sniffing children. And even if you're just listening to this, it's a fun song. Yep, you can watch the full Either video way. on Rumble.com. That's right. I, I subscribe to us on Rumble. Isn't that great? You got me to sign up for an account on there. Good. I think everybody will know. will, will like it because, well, it's a lot more fun. Just do whatever you want over there. It's yeah, the fucking Wild West. I like that. Here we go. Here's your clip. This was never the way I planned. So brave behind your hair Lost my discretion It's not what I'm used to Just what is this? Uh, <laughs> you just cannot put children near this guy He has to touch them And get real close to them I sniffed a busted sniffing a girl A taste of her loyal shampoo <laughs> Sniffed a girl just to try it. I hope my voters don't mind it. It felt so wrong, it felt so right. Oh, that girl is so young. What's he doing? I sniffed a girl. I liked it. All right, there's 
two and a half more minutes of this. Okay. There's two and a half more minutes of him just sniffing children in front of cameras with their parents next to them. And that's how you know it's innocent. That's how you know he's, he doesn't even know what he's doing. He's so fucking out of it. Uh, wow. Um, all right. So let's talk about this story that he just told last week. And he's talking to other politicians. So keep in mind who the audience is. He's bragging about something he did back in the 70s when he had a post it's called in Delaware. Spanish fly. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> and, then, and then the woman doesn't know that the pickness is in her pussy. All right. This is, uh, no. this is a fun story. <laughs> and I represented a middle-class district to a working-class district, but there was one very wealthy neighborhood. And I got a call one night. A woman said to me, obviously not of the same persuasion as I was politically, called me and said, there's a dead dog on my lawn. And I said, yes, ma'am. I said, have you called the county? He said, yes, they're not here. And I said, well, I'll get them in the morning. She said, I want it removed now. I pay your salary. So I went over. I picked it up. She said, I want it out of my front yard. I put it on her doorstep. But I've gotten much better since then. That was the most coherent story I've ever heard him told. Tell. Do you believe the story? Well, no. But how ridiculous is that? That he's like talking about putting a dead dog on a doorstep. Like the optics of that are not great. People like dogs. Dead dogs are pretty disturbing there, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Joey, what are you not doing? Not a good one. Not a good this one. This is not a joke. It's not a joke. I don't know why everyone's laughing and ho hooting and hollering. Um, you know what? I didn't bring up the fact that we pulled out of Afghanistan and totally fucked up and just gave the country back to the Taliban, plus all of our military weapons worth billions and billions of dollars. I didn't talk about inflation that's as higher than it's been since 1982, 40 years. Oh, boy. I didn't talk about COVID-19 and how he said that he was going to stop the virus if he was elected president and we've only had more deaths since then. No, the worst thing, this is the kicker, the worst thing that this guy's done, the creepiest thing he's done was make it so that we're one heartbeat away from having President Kamala Harris. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I mean, You're considered the most liberal United States senator. I, I Somebody said that, and it actually was Mike Pence on the debate stage. But <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, the nonpartisan GovTrack has rated you as the most liberal senator. Let's talk about that. You once Come again on. gave a non-answer. Joe Biden gave a non-answer. <laughs> trying to answer you the now. American people deserve a straight answer. And is that a socialist or progressive perspective? No. <laughs> it's funny. Are you laughing? Don't fucking laugh again. Guys, there's a real good chance that we have President Harris. This is not a joke. And for that, I ask you to please vote for me at thecreepoff.com. Creepiest U.S. president, our current president, Joe Biden. Ladies and gentlemen, I know that sounds like a great. Oh, here we go with the rebuttal, Carl. <laughs> but I'm just going to point out: Joe Biden was accused by seven women. Donald like Trump eight. was accused by 26. Yeah. And he walks around with that shit on his head and thinks he looks good. That's all. Joe That's Biden all. did his head removed twice. Yeah, but they put it back on better each time. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> I guess. I don't okay. know. All right, Carl, you want to do some voicemails? Let's do some voicemails. All right. 
The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the City of Syracuse. Come to the Syracuse Zoo for our brand new elephant exhibit. With enough support, one day we hope to put elephants in it. See you in Syracuse. First voicemail. Hey, Vin. Uh, your mom sounds pretty hot, bro. You gotta, you gotta step that. Um, if not, hit me up. You found my number. Shit. My mother is a very handsome woman. <laughs> she looks like me with the wig. I got a, a voicemail that maybe uh, relates to that. All right. Hey, Cornball, Kazaru, Carlito. Quick question, buddy. Who has more sex appeal, Vinny Peacups or Matt Lewinsky's dead girlfriend? Call me back. Who has more sex appeal? I don't know. It's a toss-up. Could go either way. If you want my body. (laughs) (laughs) He's making a case, though, people. He's making a strong case. I look like fucking... uh, Do you remember the critic with John Lovitz? Oh, yeah, of (laughs) course. Just like him dancing. Put a little horn in my belly button. It stinks. Nailed it. If you ever do that dance again... This is what you're going to hear. <laughs> to be getting out of the studio as quickly as possible. I learned that when fat people are sexy, you should pay them for it. You know what's funny is that when you run on uh, club feet, it actually does sound like this. People yeah. don't know that. All right. This one uh, came in from Sonny Rochester. Howdy, boys. This is Billy M. Rockwell calling you from the uh, beautiful and sunny, warm city of rochester uh long time listener first time caller i had to call in to uh, first congratulate you guys on 100 episodes and um just a interesting tidbit uh uh i i gotta give you some shit about the Artie shawcross um analysis you forgot to mention something very important which is uh he used to dump the bodies in northampton park in spencerport which is across the street from the house that I grew up in. Oh, um, near my house, too. neighbor and I, when we were kids, we used to go into Northampton Park all the time and look for bugs and rocks and shit. Bodies. And every so often, we would find a black trash bag, and we'd be like, oh, no, Artie Shawcross is back. you got to open up the bag. Oh, no. Uh, Did you ever find a half-eaten you know, vagina just laying around? Warm chocolate <laughs> memories. Maybe I shouldn't have said that out loud. You boys take it easy. Love you. Call me back. Thanks for the anecdote, sir. Yeah, I honestly got to say, you're giving me shit because I left out an important part that he dropped bodies off somewhere close to where you used to live when you were a child. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'm the problem. Okay. (laughs) Good, good. Good, good. All right, Carl. I'm going to face the music. Some people are giving me shit. Yeah? Vinny, spinny, spinny. Uh, Vinny, you fucked up again. Uh... Arthur Shawcross is not from Rochester. He's from Maine. That's true. His uh, parents and him uh, moved to Watertown, I think it was. Yeah. New York. That's where he killed the two kids. And he did a lot of murdering in Rochester, but he's not from Rochester. Yes. Whereas lovely Warren, whatever the fuck her name was, is actually born in Rochester. uh, Very good point, sir. Uh, Rochester, so Vinny Spinney, Carl Wynn. Yes. Fucking fucked up. Disqualification nope. is four to four. No. No spinning never the wheel happened. today. I totally never agree happened. with this guy. I, I never happened. Totally agree with this Listen, guy. Listen, but you know what, though? Did what? you ever get disqualified whenever you didn't that, bring someone? You sat here and you argued that it was okay. That's a lie. As long as the crimes. Ha- I never disqualified you. That's a lie, and you know it. Nope. 
I will not stand here as you lie about things that I have never done. Hillary Clinton, biggest creep from Arkansas. I know. All right, moving on. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> You're actually making your boy. Like, I know. <laughs> you really just like to get me worked up. All right. Hold on. This one just came in. Carl, I cannot believe you missed the polar plunge, man. That was that was two consequences in one. Yeah, it was cold, but you got Vinny to stop eating for 30 minutes so he could go for a swim. It's true. He hasn't been swimming in years, man. Come on. Get it together. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Nailed it. All right. Yeah, any more voicemails, Carl? No, that's all I got, buddy. Yep. There was a lot this week yelling at me that Arthur Shawcross was from Maine. And guess what? I knew that, and I put him out anyway. And I won. The defiant, and I won. The defiant Vinny Paulino. I guess the ends justifies the means in your mind, huh? Oh, when you spin that wheel in about 15 minutes, I'm going to laugh my ass off. Okay. So, Carl, I guess that means it's time for a scum parade. Do you want to hit the music? I, I want you to. Or, or send me that drop, because that's my favorite one. All right. Thank you! Love it. Fantastic. Ostego County, Michigan. Carl. Yes. This story really hit home for me. I'm sure it did. A northern Michigan man was charged with domestic assault and multiple other crimes after police responded to a 911 call from a woman who said her husband had attacked her and threw her and one of the couple's dogs. Michigan State Police responded to the scene over the weekend around 9 p.m. at the home. When they arrived, they observed a woman holding a baby and a man wearing his underwear outside. Well, Never wear, a good sign. I always wear my underwear outside. I just have clothing on top of it. That's well. true. Never a good sign when you're a cop and you pull up and there's a man in his underwear in the front lawn. I've seen the show cops too many times to think that that's the guy who's innocent. The man, <laughs> Innocent people put clothes on, yeah. sir. Innocent people put clothes on. The man later identified as 30-year-old Ross Allen Spreeman. Appeared drunk and was brought inside to be interviewed due to the cold temperatures. The woman and her baby also went inside. According to the woman, her husband had been drinking when she went to get a pizza for dinner. What a good egg. When she returned, he had fallen asleep. Mm -hmm. But when Spreeman woke up, state police said he was hungry and the pizza was cold. So I have to side with Spreeman on this one. Because it's not hard to keep pizza warm. So I actually did some research on this one, Vinny. I looked this up. 72.3% of all pizza is consumed by drunk people. And for that reason, it is the easiest food to pop in the oven and reheat. And this is why, as a person who is drunk 72.3% of the time, pizza is superior to tacos. I don't know if you knew that. Tacos could suck my dick. Tacos could suck my dick because you pass out and then you wake up and they suck. You got to eat them immediately. Yeah, they're soggy. Pizza, you could just put the oven on 200 degrees. Keep it, keep it warm or pop it in there at 400 and warm Pass it up real quick. Pass out in the corner, have your fucking stupor. Dude, pizza is the easiest thing to keep warm. What's wrong with this woman? When he figured out that the pizza was cold, he physically assaulted his wife. He threw one of the dogs in the bathtub before grabbing a rifle from the living room and threatening to shoot her. I have to admit, they didn't say what kind of dog it was, 
So I pictured it was a chihuahua, and it made me giggle. <laughs> He's like, I should have gotten tacos. <laughs> <laughs> just, just thinking about a shotgun being held up to a chihuahua. Yeah, he threatened to shoot the dog. Yep. The woman went into the baby's bedroom where the other dog was. Screamer allegedly won't allow the wouldn't allow the woman to leave. She called the police from her cell phone. When the dogs began barking and Spreeman left to check what was going on, his wife also left the room to go outside and meet the troopers. Spreeman was eventually arrested. He's in jail, charged with unlawful imprisonment, assault with a dangerous weapon, and possession of a firearm while intoxicated. And domestic violence. Alcohol might not mix well with that guy. But Mini. it always mixes well with pizza. It does. Correct. It is the perfect uh, drunk food. Agreed. I, I want to point out, if people are watching this video on Rumble or YouTube, you might notice that this side of my face over here keeps changing colors. It's because I'm next to these computer monitors, Vinny's computers. Oh, I put a screensaver on it. And he has a, a screensaver. I haven't seen a screensaver on a computer in, in 17 years. I don't know why screensavers ever existed. It's the stupidest thing ever. Just go to dark. Anything but, else you want to give me shit about before you have to spin that fucking wheel? Shut your mouth. Keep going, sir. Oh, I will. <laughs> Watch me. A Nevada woman was sentenced to 8 to 20 years on Friday. Okay. For this. Carl, did you watch this video already? I sure did. This is not a fun one. This is a situation that happened on a bus. This woman with the backpack here is apparently being mouthy to everybody. So this old man is uh, trying to get off this, and this woman is being very mouthy and yelling at people. And he says to her, hey, maybe you should be a little bit nicer to people. Your day will be better. Or just some stupid old man unsolicited advice, Carl. Yep. At which point she decided just to throw him right off the bus they said that his feet did not touch the ground it was very cartoon looking it actually reminded me of this ready Ike? kick the baby don't kick the goddamn baby, kick the baby. <laughs> that old man just went flying to the curb and i gotta say he should probably mind his own business next time well there is no next time oh, he's dead right. that's right he died a month later Look, that what we saw right there was the best that man ever felt for the rest of his life. Look, I love technology. Well, they could have had him on morphine. You don't know. Okay, good point. I love technology, but you can't even push an elderly man off a bus without it being captured by a camera. It's kind of Orwellian, don't you think? Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> that's my take. The cameras. Right? You know what? I've noticed that you blame the cameras a lot for things. Yes, it's too much. We shouldn't be witnessing all these things. You should be allowed to steal people's packages. We shouldn't be witnessing all these things. All right. Let's go back to Michigan, shall we? Yeah, Michigan's fucked up this week. Apparently, this is in Eric Zane's neck of the woods. Okay. Pawpaw, Michigan, a 29-year-old man deliberately killed a 64-year-old woman in Van Buren County to engage in sex acts with her body, investigators said. Investigators pointed to DNA evidence in the suspect's online search history as evidence for the murder charge against Colby Martin. Martin's 29 years old. He was arraigned on an open murder connection to the death of Melody Rohr. Now, prosecutors initially charged Martin with manslaughter with an automobile, failure to stop at the scene of a crash, and concealing a body. So at first, they thought this guy just hit and run this woman. Yeah, and, and tried to cover up the evidence so he wouldn't get caught. So the investigation took a bit of a sinister plea where they saw his, uh, his search history and uh, used condom with his DNA very close to the scene. This guy's using can. condoms? Ugh. Well, wouldn't you use a condom? You don't know where this Lock dead body's up. been. Lock him up. That's you don't gross. know where this dead body has been. So the evidence showed he intentionally struck the woman, took her body, engaged in sexual acts with the body. His Google searches were, how to have sex with a dead body. 
and videos he looked on porn up for videos evidence showed martin googled all this shit after he hit her and had taken the body and so now they assume that he actually purposely killed her in order to have sex with her he's like your honor i would mistakenly hit a jogger it's not my fault you turned to be so hot I think that that's probably his only line of defense here. If they could prove that he fucked the corpse. Yeah, I mean, he definitely like, fucked. It was a crime of opportunity, not <laughs> Yeah, he definitely fucked the corpse. But I don't know that you could prove that that was his goal all along. Yeah, he was Googling, like, movies of people with corpse with corpses. Sex movies. Yeah? Hey. Did he come across any Hillary Clinton's movies like that? Anyway. <sighs> oh, so it's funny. So Martin's attorney said they're still waiting for reports and more evidence from the prosecutor's office. If I were Martin, I'd be like, more evidence? No, 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 we're good. We got it. I mean, yes, I look at really creepy shit on the internet. I would argue this. I would never, if I wanted to fuck a corpse, I wouldn't hit him with a truck. You're going <laughs> to fuck up the body. I also wouldn't Google it on my phone. You got to yeah. have a, a very separate machine for that that you're constantly... Anyway, I don't want to give too much advice. Yeah, let's just give this advice. Okay. If you're thinking about running someone over with your vehicle to have sex with their body, stop it. That's good, that's good advice. Don't I only wish we reached more people, Vinny. The world would be a better place. Well, we're almost to 500 patients, Because we'd have Carl. more money. <laughs> but we'd be louder. The world would be a better place for us. <laughs> don't ever buy a truck. A Nebraska woman gave birth on a sidewalk the other day. Okay. And then abandoned the baby no. in the frigid cold. Oh, that's not good. Police say Trinity Shakespeare, 27, was arrested Tuesday. On Trinity a Shakespeare, you say? I do say. Dost thou giveth birth? And hasn't thee hath left the baby here to kicketh the bucket? Dude, I gotta say. <laughs> to freeze or not to freeze. <laughs> this, this winter's tale has much ado about nothing, if you ask me. Maybe the baby wanted to hang out on the sidewalk, even if that's not as you like it. I mean, it really was a comedy of errors. All's well that ends well, Vinny. Carl? If you want to see me perform this comedy, I just added a 12th night. Go ahead. Go out, go out with the story. <laughs> I can't handle you right now. Go on. I'm sorry. Too many puns. I got, I, I, was, got I, I got excited. I'm punder attack. <laughs> Her name was Shakespeare. I got excited. Okay. <laughs> Who would have thought you were such a Shakespeare enthusiast? I actually... Um, have seen many, many Shakespeare plays. My my parents forced me to while I was growing up. Wow. Yes. Wow. I'm just forced you to. You just couldn't get away. Yeah. Family vacation. Some some people take their kids to Disney World and they took you to Shakespeare in the park. I went to Stratford, Canada every year and sat through Shakespeare plays, which by the way are very long and confusing. <laughs> just so you know. How old were you when your parents did this? Oh, probably between six and twelve. Maybe, maybe later, 13, 14. Can I ask you a question? Please. Do, do you hate your mom and dad now? I mean, was it child abuse? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Does that answer your question? Is that how you were able to withstand the Cuties Marathon? Um, was that my training for it? Maybe. Interesting. Maybe. Wow, your parents suck. Yeah, it was brutal. My mom made me go to church every Sunday. But... Oh, well, then never mind, dude. You got me beat. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I thought listen. I had a bad. But no, no, like once did. a year. You did. You had it way worse. I'm going, would I rather take the once a year Shakespeare or the every Sunday church? I'm taking the Shakespeare. Really? Yeah. yeah. The once a year? Yeah, I agree. I agree. You have to cross a fucking border to another goddamn country to do it. That's a whole big hassle, but it's still back then. Sleeping in's pretty good on a Sunday. Back then, you were allowed to cross the border into Canada. The uh, there wasn't a dictatorship up there. 
They back to, then. And you could actually go and hang out in Canada if you wanted to. They always had to pat down Carl to make sure he wasn't sneaking in anything in his braces. His <laughs> <laughs> stupid <laughs> club foot braces. Yeah, we get Okay. It. So Trinity Shakespeare, she's arrested on a felony charge of abuse after being released from the hospital following Sunday's incident. They said around 10 a.m., they got a phone call to the police that someone said that they need to check on a woman who gave birth to a baby boy and then walked off. So she fucking popped this kid out on a goddamn sidewalk and walked away. Yeah, but, I mean, let's give her a second chance. How do you Minnie? cut the People umbilical cord? People make mistakes. How do you cut the umbilical cord? Probably use drug paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I imagine, like, cord's still hanging out for a while. Did she drag this baby behind her? <laughs> I don't know. So she left the kid there, and it was outside in the cold, and people ran up and saw what was going on. So they put, like, their jackets and stuff over the baby and warmed up the baby. But this baby's in critical condition and in intensive care in the hospital. Well, they're saying they think the baby's going to pull through, though. Yeah. Which is amazing because it was out in the 15-degree weather for five minutes. Thank God. It still had all of its prenatal ooze on it to keep it warm. Yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking. Not what I was thinking at all. It's gross. Yeah. So either way, did you know that in Nebraska, if you don't want a kid, all you have to do is just give it to the fire department? Listen to this. Nebraska's safe haven law allows anyone to drop off an infant 30 days or younger at a hospital without prosecution. So what they're telling me is I can kidnap a baby and then drop it off at the hospital and not be prosecuted? I don't think that's what they're saying. That sounds like a fun game, doesn't it? Like, that's way better than Ding Dong Ditch. Like, hey, let's go steal a baby and drop it off at the hospital. We can't be prosecuted. <laughs> Look what we got. <laughs> yeah, and then send photos over Facebook and shit. Ha ha, we got your baby. Can't be prosecuted. <laughs> Dropped it off. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fun game. They said she was wearing a baggy winter coat, was just walking around. The cops found her maybe about 15 minutes after the situation, just walking down the street like nothing had happened. She's been in the hospital and she's been charged with abuse, but holy shit. This is not a joke. How jaded of a human being are you that you could just shit out your kid and then fucking keep walking? Well, she also abandoned her two other kids a couple years before oh, that. Oh, good point. Good point. She had practice. <laughs> she's a problem. Yeah, she lost custody of her two other children, a baby boy born in 2016 and a girl in 2017, after leaving with them leaving them with a man in August 2018. Can this guy with the condoms fucking dead corpses give her some of those condoms? Holy shit. Well, She's popping them out every year. This guy says, he, she showed up, Trinity shows up and goes, here you go. And he goes, listen, I'm really buzzed right now. I don't think I could take care of these kids. And she just like, hey, it's all be all right. And she left. Yeah. And then he gave them to the state. He took them to the hospital. He's like, here you go. And then he ate cold pizza. It wasn't a good night for him cold pizza and things come full circle that is this week's scum parade carl thank you for doing another episode of the creep off with me thank you for not killing yourself Vinny. and carl i'm thanking you for just being a good sport this time and whatever you land on on this wheel i hope that your consequence can be done properly and does, promptly does the wheel just live on my side of the studio now i feel well, like it, well until you fucking here, do something it? i am legitimately i'm rooting for knife edge chops yeah, you've always been rooting for that. Well, I've really been rooting for the two-hour music thing because I'm going to fuck you up if you land on that. Yeah, you like that one, too. So why don't you go ahead and read the consequences to everybody and remind them. Okay. RD OnlyFans. That is the one-year subscription to Rachel Dolezal's OnlyFans. Oh, right. <laughs> Isn't that funny that, that Jerry Banfield pulled a Rachel Dolezal? Yeah. Maybe you'll have to subscribe to his OnlyFans, too. 
All right. Uh, let's see. What does this say? Murder and makeup. Do something nice for your co-host. Truly nice for the co-host. Yeah. The semenology book. You have to buy an autograph copy. Truck nuts are still on here, my friend. Oh, I must have fucked up. Well, That's guess what? Truck nuts. Uh, seven out. Oh, two-hour handcuff music. Yep, where I get to pick the song that you have to listen to. Knife Edge Chops. Shirtless Knife Edge Chops from Colin Delaney. Pass the spin! Never gonna happen. Pass the spin, everybody! Knocking on the wood, kids. That's what we're rooting for. Cardiff, Cardiff Electric Stand-Up. He will write a stand-up routine for you that you have to go perform. <laughs> God damn it. That sucks. Dinner with a listener. Still sucks. Go to church. Uh, what did that cut out here? The last time we threw that God one out damn there. it. This is terrible. I don't like any of these things. Uh, you have to do a podcast series. Yep. What a, my choice. Uh, you have to drive to Gary, Indiana. Yep. You have to go to Tom Meyer's restaurant. You have to wear uh, or put on makeup while telling a true crime story. Murder story. Yep. Murder and makeup. So there it is. Those are our consequences. Carl, I want to see both hands after you spin that wheel. Well, I can just I can just use my knee and stop it like this. I want to see just that. Throw knee. my sneaker up. It just stops like real quick. All right, go ahead and spin. Here it. Here we go. God damn it! I hate doing this. Spin, bitch. Round and round it goes. We're looking for yellow. We're looking for past the spin. It's coming around again. Here we go. Oh my god! Could it be? Oh, dinner with a listener. <laughs> I get to pick the listener. Okay. I All get right. to pick the listener. So how's this gonna work? If they're local, obviously that's one thing, but they won't be. So. What we'll do is we'll do like a Zoom thing, I and I'll I'll yet. pay for their meal and have a son to their house. It'll better something. be a nice meal, Carl. Well, yeah, I'm, I want to eat a nice meal too. Yep. Whatever you get for you, you got to get for them. All right. And you have to talk to them and record it the whole time and answer whatever questions they want to ask you. Ladies and gentlemen, you could submit questions to whoever that listener is, and I'm going to pick the listener. So if you would like to be that listener to have hey, dinner with Carl, I have an idea. Yeah. Can I be a, a hamburger during this and eat hamburgers and get rid of two of my consequences in one? No. Oh. Uh, now, good idea, though. Before it? we go, we have one final piece of business. I want to ask whoever you pick as the listener, I want them to choose whether I can be a hamburger for this call or not. Nope. I get to pick. Now, Carl, I have one last piece of business before we close the show today. Okay. You have been challenged for the Patreon. Listen, good job, dickhead. You just knocked over the wheel. <laughs> Yep. That Oops. was a fit of rage. Carl had a fit of rage. <laughs> yeah, I just lost my mind. Dinner with a listener. Ah! Oh, you got I can't take easy. it. You were challenged. Ah! I can't fucking take it. Okay, yeah. You've Who's been challenged, challenged for the uh, listener challenge. Oh, cool. Uh, this one came in from Harry Zoe. I challenge you, Carl Hamburger, you motherfucking hamburglar. <laughs> you and your little mate Grimace there have just been talking shit about everyone. Well, you're not the other ones who can talk shit, mate. Here's Stuttering John talking shit about you. Hey, Hamburger, what's up? It's Stuttering John. Hey, listen, I want to tell you something. You're nothing but a club-footed chicken. Here's Dr. Steve talking shit about you. Oh, uh, why are the New York Jets like Hillary Clinton are? Well, uh, both have bills to push around, don't you know <laughs> And now I'm going to fucking talk shit about you. It's one versus one. Creepiest furry. Clubfoot versus Bigfoot. This Patreon episode. Let's fucking go. Carl. Nice. Is that the guy who's been buying these cameos? Yes, then? it is. Do you accept his challenge? Do you I go accept, head to head? I accept his challenge for sure. All right. So we will do a Patreon episode and it will be Carl versus Harry Zoe with the creepiest furry. I love it. I All love right. it. Can we try to schedule that before the end of the month so people can sign up this month and get that? Well, I'd like to do a scum stream with you this week. Ah, okay. The challenge is for our first show in March. But if we're going to do one more scum stream, we're going to watch the whole I Want to Be Ninja video. Yes. And I have a ton of great videos. And I had another great uh, Predator Poachers video that we could watch 
some video from. Yay! That so sounds fun. We are 28 patrons away. We will know next Monday at noon. When we do this show next week, we will know whether or not we made it. We gotta start a pledge drive or something. We should like have boots out in the intersections asking people to sign up for our Patreon, like the firefighters. We're very close. 28, Carl. That's all we need, and then we get the roast. Then you get the roast. So, if you hear this, drop what you're doing right now. If you haven't done it yet, patreon.com backslash the creep off or just go to the site check it out consider it it's nice to be important it's more important to be nice Gagia. that's gross i want to be ninja i want to jump jump fuck you i want to be ninja bullshit i started training hard i think i could go far i am a this is not a joke I know y'all hungry. This is the season. I know y'all hungry. May your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures.